Well, it's afternoon already. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking extensively before before this recording, (laughs) Corinne. Welcome to Global Storytellers, the podcast. This show aims to share stories from all over the planet to show our common humanity and save the world. We, Global Storytellers, believe we can do it, one story at a time. Today's guest is Corinne Janssen. She's the first chief listening officer in Europe. This means that Corinne listens in organizations for her profession. She practices listening as one of her most important values and activities every day. Yeah, let, let, let me share um, my wordless connection with an elderly um, woman in the surrounding of Amsterdam. As I I walked into the the living room of the care facility where she was uh, living, I saw many people uh, joining their morning coffee, as as it's very normal for a lot of them. Um, And I went to the the ground floor where she was um, sitting, and at that moment she was 86 years old. Um, And they told me that she was not able to speak anymore because of um, of her illness. So she was sitting in front of the television and uh, I walked to her and I asked her if she wanted to come to sit with me. And well, I invited her to go to her room. And uh, well, she quickly got up. She was, uh, she was really quick and, and we walked to the place. And when I entered her room, it was a beautiful room but there was only one chair. And of course she gave me that chair and she started sitting on her bed. I was was looking around. Um, Because she couldn't speak, I need to find other triggers. And there were two portraits of of young woman hanging uh, on, on the wall and they were large. So I asked her, are these your daughters? But she was looking at them and I couldn't find a glimpse of change. So she was just looking at it. I knew immediately that I was not able to read her emotions because she must have felt something. And therefore I decided to stand up from my chair and sit next to her on her bed. And I asked her, what do you see when you sit here? Because she looks very familiar on her bed. And while I was sitting next to her, I saw that she was looking at a large, dark, brown closet. It it, it was a wardrobe. And her gaze remained on it as we sat very silently beside each other. Um, And because I was unable to communicate with her through words, I asked her if I could hold her hand. I think it was something I needed. She didn't protest. Uh, So it was okay, but it it was something I needed. Um, And when she she gave me her hand, I 
I asked her to walk with me to the closet. And then something happened because her fingers were moving over the wood. So I thought this is interesting because she was touching it like an artist. So I wondered if there could be something with this closet because she was almost every day sitting on her bed. She was not sitting at, at, the, at the chair. She was always sitting on her bed. Um, and then the strange thing happens because I made the assumption that the color could be something. And that was just a guess. So I asked her, is the color bothering you? And something in her eyes was changing as I saw it. So I was searching for a book in her room and I found an art book. And I opened the art book and I showed her colors. So I pointed to blue, to red, to yellow. Oh, I, I pointed to the primary colors, but she pointed to the white. And that's a strange color to point at. So I asked her, do I understand you that you like the color white? And then she stood up and she walked to the closet again. And again, she was rubbing the wood. It was something like a movement of rubbing the wood. Then I, I saw some small self-created statues in her room. And I wondered at that moment, was she an artist? Was she an artist? Was she maybe a talented painter in the past? So I left her for a moment and, and, and went to the front desk and asked what is her background. Um, and they didn't know. I was still wondering what to do. But then I asked them and I said, I think that this brown closet needs to be painted white, but not by you, but by her. And they said, no, that's not possible because she is um, very vulnerable. She is old. We don't know what happened, when she will paint it. Um, and it's our closet. It's not her closet. And okay, I said, I disagree. And I will have a dialogue with you about this because it's her house. It's her living room. And she is staring at that closet every minute of the day. She is sitting on her bed and she is pointing white every time I ask her to choose a color. She doesn't choose any other color. So I, um, I, I said goodbye to her, but also to, to the management. And I asked them, please listen to her. So I went to the house manager and I shared my assumption. And um, she said, Let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. But we will try it for on one side, not the whole closet. We will try it on one side. 
And I said, that's okay, but you will find out if I understood her correctly, yes or no. And two weeks later, I got a message on my phone and I received a beautiful photo of this woman painting her own wardrobe. I have to admit, I, I was crying. I was crying. Um, because although it was on a picture, I saw her eyes gleaming. She was busy. She was just, she was really doing something. Um, and she painted her whole closet white. And that was such a precious moment for me. But I immediately took my phone and, and, and called the house and say, tell me what happened. And they said, well, we didn't believe that your story was a story because she couldn't speak. And there were just assumptions. But you were so convinced that she would be able to do that, although she was 86, although she was ill, that, well, because you convinced our house manager, we said yes. And there was a volunteer with her, and, and it made her happy. It made her happy. And they asked me, what did you do? <laughs> and then the words came up. I, I, I told them, I was listening with her. I was not listening to her, but I was listening with her. And although she couldn't speak, and although I couldn't understand her, it was our humanity which connects us. So yeah, that was the story. So in, in the introduction, I already mentioned that listening is your life. Yeah. So when you reflect on it, you started at one time to being more um, considerate or more aware that listening is something that is very important to you. Mm -hmm. So do you know how listening became what you do? This is something which was also a question to me. Where does it come from? And why am I here right now at this moment? I need to thank my mom. I, I really believe that. I didn't have a very um, comfortable youth. Um, my mom was a psychiatric patient. She was a mom, but she was also ill. But I believe that she learned me, she learned me to listen. And it was not her purpose. <laughs> uh, I think I learned to listen as a coping mechanism because if I was able to have the best possible understanding of my mom, I was safe. And therefore, I couldn't use only my ears. I need to use everything. My heart, my eyes, my smell, 
every sense of my body I, I needed to be able to be safe. And I know one, one quote of my mom, and I, I, I do not totally agree with her, but, but I think it, it was a very important quote. She told me on one day, you need to learn to see the world through my eyes because then you know where I am. And as I became a teenager, I became aware that I could never understood where my mom was because she was too ill for that. But I learned that you can listen with all your senses. So I could smell if my mom was drunk. I could smell if the food was burned. I could smell if the house was not clean. Um, I could listen to the music she was playing or maybe she was singing. Um, and sometimes when I came home, she touched me like a mom does. And sometimes there was no touching and no touching was always a sign. So you, I learned from her to see and to listen to the stratification of a human being. And so when I started at the University Medical Hospital in Nijmegen, I could combine, uh, well, in fact, everything my mom learned me, although it was not her goal. Wow, what a beautiful story. Yeah. I'm really uh, touched by it, impressed by it. So thank you. Thank you. Corinne Janssen is Chief Listening Officer, speaker, trainer and advisor. And above all, a very warm human being. Global Storytellers, the podcast, is a production of Global Storytellers, and this episode was created by Uma Media. You can find more stories on globalstorytellers.global. I'm Barbara van der Boogaard, saying, do something story-worthy today. <laughs>